Welcome to Intersect, where church meets culture. I'm Josh Desch, pastor of community and discipleship at Northeast Presbyterian Church in the lovely but somewhat hot city of Columbia, South Carolina. And I am joined by the far lovelier, jubilant Betsy Desch, my wife, cultural anthropologist. Betsy, how are you doing today? Good. Hey, everybody. Well, we're excited to introduce our podcast to you today. And we thought we would start by just saying a few things about ourselves. As I mentioned, I'm a pastor. I am a former history and philosophy major at Covenant College. I also attended Covenant Theological Seminary. And uh, Betsy and I both just love to explore culture, see what's going on in the world, and try as best we can to apply our faith to what's going on in the world. So... A lot more I could say about myself, but Bets, why don't you say a few things about yourself? Um, yeah, so Josh and I were married. We've been married for 12 years. We have four children. They are 11, 8, 6, and 3. Um, so they keep us very busy. I love to read. Uh, I'm a Les Mills instructor. I teach body pump and body step at a gym here in Columbia, which I love. Um, I love to talk. One of our children recently, I overheard him telling one of his friends that he said, my mom would win the award for talking. So I was very proud of that. Backhanded um, I love compliment to there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I love to cook and eat and spend time with our kids. We have a King Charles Cavalier puppy who is very sweet and a lot of work. Uh, so I, um, like Josh said, we met at Covenant College. I was a biology major there, which I loved. Um, were I to do it over again, I would probably love studying something in the field of cultural anthropology or sociology. Um, I find myself, as I get older, fascinated by the development of cultural trends and kind of how they change over time. So I love to read and kind of explore those things. We, we love cultural trends, but we're also interested in things like LeBron James just went to the Lakers. Man. What do we do with that? Yeah. That's a future episode. <laughs> Let, let's talk about the vision of Intersect, where church meets culture. What What do we hope to accomplish with this podcast? One thing that I found is that there are over 500,000 podcasts currently out there right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, I'm guessing that 94% of those, you know, were somebody in the basement who recorded three episodes (laughs) on their iPhone. But there's a lot of podcasts out there. But I truly believe that what we are hoping to do is something different that you cannot find out there, which is uh, we we are not trying to be uh, college professors here. Um, we're also not trying to to preach a sermon. We are rather trying to um, come at different cultural issues and say, what does it mean to to explore all of these trends, current events, things going on in our culture, and how as Christians uh, do we respond to these things? What do we think about the show Game of Thrones, which a lot of people would say, hey, it's you know the most incredible TV show that's ever come out. You got to watch it. Are you watching it? How how often is Christians do we do we think hard about okay? How does my faith fit in here? How do I understand these things? Uh, Bet's one one of the things we've talked about uh, a number of times is the whole Me Too movement and that phenomena over the last year. Um, so, what are what are some thoughts you have on um, the vision of this podcast? What we're hoping to do? I think our hope is to engage culture thoughtfully, mm. um, just kind of digging out things that you might miss when you. Um, explore something in a cursory way, um, thinking about how we can bring the gospel to bear on the cultural Mm -hmm. trends. So as Christians, I think we have several ways that we can interact with our culture. 
Um, you know, we can be the types who of people who run away and refuse to have hard conversations. Like, let's say you come across a topic such as pornography that is so prevalent in our culture today. Are we going to have those awkward conversations about it and try to understand how to deal with it? Or um, are we just going to avoid and, and refuse to have those conversations? So that's, we, we want to, um, we want to explore how to live thoughtfully and um, even to, to go through these provocative conversations and have them well. Yeah, and, and this is not a knock on any church, but oftentimes you don't have the right forum to address some of these issues. Or a church might wonder, how do we talk about this? How do we have an honest discussion about pornography? Uh, thinking about in the context, you know, how do we do that in a worship service? Do we do it in a seminar setting? How do we get our people to attend? So one of the great things, I think, about podcasts is that this gives us a forum to engage hard topics uh, and to think about issues in ways that, that the Church, uh, in some ways, is probably still trying to figure out how to address these different issues. Yeah, we also want to not say that all cultural developments and trends that are outside of the church are negative. No, um, not at all. Because so much good has arisen out of cultural developments. Um, you know, nobody wants to return to the days where people are drawn and quartered. And, um, you know, that ethic of basic human I rights say has nobody. been. Probably depends on the person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's anybody who wants no. to go back there. Um, so. You know, that's an example of a cultural development, a, a development of a, an ethic of basic human rights. That's been a wonderful development over human history. Um, so we wanted, we want to just engage these things critically. Yeah, yeah. And there's so, so much is happening. Social media has changed the landscape of how we live, what we consume. There's just so much out there. Any of y'all who are on Twitter know that the Twitter feed is bottomless. And the Instagram feed is bottomless, and the Facebook feed is bottomless. And so there's also so much coming at us now. We're all drinking out of a fire hydrant all the time, and it can be easy to maybe compartmentalize our faith with that. So what do we mean by culture, Bets? Let's define this word. If this is the church meets culture, what do we mean by culture? Well, culture is actually a very complicated word. I read an article recently that was just about what does the word culture even mean. So if you just go to Merriam-Webster, um, you actually get three separate definitions. The first definition refers to the beliefs and customs of a particular society or group. So you could say Western culture, American culture, Southern culture, since we live in the South. Um, oh, yeah. Another way to think about culture is a particular society that has its own beliefs. So let's say ancient Persian culture, for example, or Greek culture. Um, and, and the third way of thinking about it is a way of thinking, behaving, or working that exists in a place or an organization. So for example, you might say, we want to cultivate a culture of respect in our schools or a culture of transparency in the workplace. So um, you can see these, they all kind of, um, all the definitions kind of encompass the same meanings, but um, it's a little bit of a complicated word. Bets, can I just give a very basic definition of culture? Yes. Culture is the air we breathe. Culture is all around us all the time. 99% of the time, we're not aware that we're interacting with our culture, but we are constantly. So another way to think about it is, it's like water to a fish. 
um, culture is that way to humanity. So just as you know, you have different parts of the ocean. You have fish that live in the coral reefs. You have fish that live in the deep ocean. Uh, the water may be a little different, but that's just the atmosphere, the environment that a fish lives in. Culture is just all around us all the time. We're constantly consuming it, and we have to be intentional about considering how we're consuming it. And all of us, we need to be humble enough, especially as Christians, to realize there's these massive cultural changes and trends that are sweeping so many of us along, and are we aware of it? Again, if, if, you, if you don't realize that culture is just around you all the time, you may not be aware of it. Yeah, it's, it's true. Um, so much of culture, as we say with character, is caught, not taught. So let's, let's think of an example. I was thinking about this as I thought about this topic. Um, think about how we get onto elevators. Like when, this, is, this is a cultural issue. When you get on an elevator, most of the time you face forward and you're quiet. You know, because they're strangers, you don't, I don't know, you don't usually have a habit of introducing yourself to people yeah. on an elevator because you're only on there for a second. So it's not like your mom and dad sat you down and said, no, this is how we behave on an elevator. That's just something that you pick up on because God has made us as social creatures. So we just learn so many things by imitation, by trial and error, you know, by the shaping force of um, peer pressure. If everyone else is facing forward in the elevator sure. and not talking, sure. you're probably not going to either. If our culture was to get on an elevator and just start to break dance, wouldn't that be fun? That would be. If you just if you, did the floss or something, just yes. if that's what you did when you got in an elevator. And then when the doors open, you froze. That would be so yeah. amazing. Yeah, we would do it. If that's what our culture was, we would that's do it. That's right, but it's not. And yeah. um, so, so many uh, things in culture um, we just absorb. You know, without ever being taught them verbally necessarily. Caught, not taught. Exactly. Yeah. Let me give a. Um, that's a fun example. Let me let me give a uh, pretty weighty example. I was thinking about with culture. So in 2015, the Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage in America, and on this podcast and at, at the church that we attend, we support a traditional marriage between one man and one woman. But I was thinking about this. Remember the NBC show Will and Grace, mm -hmm. which uh, was a highly rated show. It was on NBC from 1998 to 2006. Uh, many people loved that, uh, loved that show, good comedy. How much did the show Will and Grace directly contribute to changing the culture's attitude toward the LGBTQ plus movement um, compared to other ways? Of course, uh, culture's complex. There was the legal stuff going on on the side. But again, that's just one of those things. We just think about it. At, oh, yeah, that was a TV show that was on. You know, some people watched it. Some people didn't. I'm sure the I'm sure for the Christian community, um, maybe viewership wasn't that different from everybody else. But think about the impact that that show had as kind of a pioneering show into where now you see an LGBTQ plus person on a show. We don't bat an eyelash, right? It's just part of in the year 2018. There's nothing strange about it at all. Nothing's different about it at all. Right. Well, our culture has values. Um, every culture does across human history, things that are valued, things that are accepted, things that aren't accepted. And so because of that, we may be accepting things as right or normal without questioning the values that are at play or making even like thinking through the cost-benefit analysis of a particular ethic that you've learned from your culture. So that's kind of what we want to do in this podcast is kind of to 
try to go a little bit deeper, try to examine things a little bit more critically and thoughtfully to pull out some of the values that are at play or um, some of the ways that we're being shaped without even realizing necessarily. So that's kind of when we say um, at Intersect, we want to examine where the church meets culture. We want to bring the gospel to bear on these cultural trends to say, how do we as the church engage these issues thoughtfully and um work in the circles that God has put us in for positive change. Another fun example. So in the Desh house, we recently, I don't know when this was, um, maybe a month ago, had a family movie night. We watched the Disney Pixar movie Coco, all right, which is a fascinating movie about the Day of the Dead in Mexico. Uh, And visually, that movie is stunning, is it Mm -hmm. not? I mean, just the colors and everything. Uh, it's it's an incredible movie, but there's such an agenda in the movie Coco about uh, how you can have your cake and eat it too in terms of honoring your family, but also don't let anything uh, in- impede your dreams. Don't let anything stop you from being true to yourself. And this is a movie that all of our kids are watching, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, half of America's probably seen Coco and the other half will in the next 10 years. And this is an example of, of how culture is shaping us from the very first day. And then you have a movie like Inside Out, which maybe for me is my all-time favorite Pixar movie. Love Inside Out. The director of, of Inside Out, Pete Doctor, is actually a Christian. Mm-hmm. And he also did the movie Up. And we'll, we're going to have a separate podcast on just looking at Disney movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> the animated movies. But this is this is how deep culture goes, right? It mm-hmm. goes all the way to family movie nights, and it goes um, everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, Bets, let's. Uh, can you share some topics that we will look at as we you know head to the end of this first podcast here? What What are some different things that we will be looking at here on Intersect? I think as we think about it, we have some different umbrellas that a lot of topics would fall under. So one thing that we really need to think about in uh, the day and age that we live in is technology, obviously. We've got selfies, we've got iPhones, we've got social media, uh, we've got online shopping. Technology has just become completely ubiquitous. We have robots, little robots. Robots. And robot dogs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> robot thing. dogs. So uh, we need to think about how to use technology well while you know still valuing human connection and development. Yeah. So we'll be looking at uh, technology. As we mentioned, we will not shy away from, um, I don't know how else to say it, awkward topics like pornography and how do you begin to talk about those issues with your kids. Uh, That's something that every young parent that I've encountered, especially as a pastor, every young parent is wondering, how do I do this? How do I address this? Um, and, and then we'll be looking at you know some fun things too, and I have an example of that uh, if you want me to share that. Sure. All right. So we want to have some fun on this podcast too, and we we were I came across a New York Times article, and it's talking about a a recent cultural trend in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Okay, and here was the title of the article: "The wedding is fake, but the party is real." <laughs> Intriguing, right? <laughs> Have you read this article, listening audience? Basically, what is going on in Argentina, of course, traditional Roman Catholic culture with Roman Catholic values, you know, strong family, all of these things. And yet, Argentina, very secular nation as well. Church attendance is very poor. And the marriage rates are declining to the point where, you know, not there's not very many weddings. 
and yet the Argentinians love going to weddings, as they should. Don't you love going to weddings, Pat? Sure. Gotta love going it's to weddings. It's always a good time. So here's our conundrum. We love going to weddings, but people don't want to get married anymore. <laughs> what do we do? I know. Let's cr- let's have fake weddings. <laughs> this was some guy's idea. They're called falsa boda in Spanish, which means fake weddings, and I'm sure I said that wrong. And basically, it's just a party. They hire actors, actresses, to play the groom, the bride, the extended family. Um, it's And basically, you know, you have all the the fun of a wedding with none of the commitment. <laughs> and basically, people are paying to go to this, basically to attend a party. But uh, it's an interesting phenomenon about how it is both, uh, in one sense, subverting traditional values. And on another sense, it's a nod to traditional values because a party's just a regular party is just a party, but a party that's a fake wedding. Now that, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Welcome to 2018, everybody. That's anything to close out our first episode here? Um, yeah, I think we just, our, our goal and our, our hope is that we can um, t- take a deeper look at things that are going on in our culture and um, thinking through things like radical individualism and personal freedom and materialism and all these different cultural trends that we see and help ourselves to think through it, help us understand how we can help our children think through it. And um, surely other things will arise over time, but this is our, our hope. As we we, see we'd love to interact with your questions, with your emails. We're going to have show notes up on our webpage. So please email us, intersect at anyprez.com. We would love to get your questions. Uh, We'd love to do eventual mailbags where we just take the questions that you guys have and we address those. But we look forward to you being a part of our listening audience and we'll see you next time.